Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. I would presume that most of today is going to be spent talking about the life of Pat Patterson. Passed away earlier today, age of 79. One of the greatest of all time. We'll talk about him. Because this segment is only about two minutes long, I'm going to quickly jump into some of the other news here and get it out of the way. And then we'll start talking about Patterson after the break. Tonight is AEW versus NXT. Obviously, that's the that's the big actual wrestling story that doesn't involve Pat Patterson. We have got several matches announced. Dr. Britt Baker versus Layla Hirsch. Chris Jericho versus Frankie Kazarian. Darby Allin and Cody Rhodes versus Team Taz. John Moxley versus Kenny Omega for the AEW World Heavyweight title. And we have the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. With Adam Page, Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Sammy Guevara, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy, Mark Quinn, Matt Seidel, Scorpio Sky, Sean Spears, Orange Cassidy, Kip Sabian, Miro, Wardlow, and MGF. And yes, obviously, if you look through that list, I mean, there's a lot of people who you could do quite a storyline if they ended up winning the Diamond Ring. For NXT, going head-to-head, Raquel Gonzalez will face... Shotzi Blackheart to determine the woman advantage in war games. And they have just added that it is a ladder match, which should make for a very exciting match. But man, every time Shotzi's involved in a match like this, I'm afraid somebody's going to die. So hopefully everybody ends up okay. But my guess is Raquel wins. He'll get the woman advantage going into the war games match. And that's the lineup. That's all we know for NXT tonight. One match. I'm sure more will be added throughout the rest of the day on social media, but that's the lineup head-to-head tonight. Back in a moment with Pat Patterson and more here on Wrestling Observer Live. Mary's Bistro delivery business is bustling and ready to burst. Orders 34, 35, and 36 are up. Who's handling these? 
Hello, Mary's Bistro, now delivering. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Fever is a leading symptom of the coronavirus, so take your temperature twice a day with the Exergen Temporal Scanner. It's quick and easy to use, and its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies. Have your family start and end their day with the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Your family can take their temperatures in seconds to know where they stand in the fight against COVID-19. Protect your family from the spread of this deadly disease and stay safe with Exergen. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I know it's just going to sound like a plug for the members area after Pat Patterson passed away, but, I mean, if you want to hear about Pat Patterson, I mean, no one's going to top Dave tonight on Observer Radio, so... I'm going to say a bunch of stuff here, but I expect, I don't know what to expect on the show here tonight. Like, he may go for three straight hours, and I'll have to figure out how to get it up on the website. But if you've ever listened to Dave talk about his childhood in pro wrestling, I mean, his childhood in pro wrestling was all about growing up and going to the Cow Palace in San Francisco. And Pat Patterson. And obviously, I mean, he could talk for probably about ten hours, just about Pat Patterson in San Francisco. But quite frankly, 
if you think about the life of Pat Patterson, what did Pat Patterson not do? He did everything. Wrestler all over the world. If you're my age, if you're 45 or younger, I mean, what you probably remember is Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe working as the Stooges, which if you think about all of the things that he did as a character during his career, I mean, quite frankly, it would rank very, very low. But if you actually go back and watch it, the greatest. Him, they were the greatest in that role as Vince McMahon Stooges. Pat was in his mid-50s at the time. And every now and then, they would actually get in the ring. And they'd get in the ring, and Pat was, like, outworking everybody on the roster. But, of course, at that time, you know, he's old in Vince McMahon's mind. So, hey, he's just going to be Pat Patterson, play a stooge, be a geek. But, man, that guy could still work at getting in there. I don't know if he could still work at 79, but I would bet that if you put him in the ring for an angle a couple of years ago, he'd still throw better punches than anybody on the roster. He'd probably still bump better than half the people on the roster. A fantastic worker. He went all over the world. And how many times on this show have I talked about peanut-sized-brained hadrosaurs writing stupid storylines in pro wrestling? Let me tell you who wasn't in that camp. Pat Patterson. Guy was a genius. If you watched stuff that the greatest stuff that WWE ever did in terms of, of, I guess, popularity. I mean, they've had their great matches here and there, but watch like the, the late 90s, early 2000s stuff and watch these finishes. They were like state of the art at the time. And, you know, now they're still doing these finishes here 20 years later. I mean, Pat Patterson, he designed half of these great finishes that you saw, maybe even more than that. I mean, he was a, a tremendous mind. He helped everybody. I mean, go up on Twitter today. And look at the Twitter t timelines of everybody from, like, Roman Reigns and, and The Rock. All of these, these, like, everybody. All of this praise for what a great wrestling mind Pat Patterson was. Came up with the idea for the Royal Rumble, which you can say whatever you want about the Royal Rumble nowadays. But if you go back and look at some of these Royal Rumbles that, I mean, nobody really talks about them as great Royal Rumbles. But that 1990 Royal Rumble that was setting up Hulk Hogan and Warrior at the Sky Dome. Dude, we went back and watched that Rumble. That Rumble was awesome. That was an awesome Royal Rumble. Allegedly the first ever Intercontinental Champion. Everybody knows the story about that. There was no tournament, but he was the first Intercontinental Champion. Uh, you go back further than that. You go to today. I mean, Pat Patterson, was uh, he was still working with WWE. He was still working as a consultant. He loved NXT. And quite frankly, if you if you watch so many things like the uh, loaded headbutt gimmick in NXT, I bet you anything that came from Pat Patterson. He did the same gimmick in the early 70s. So you could go through all of these different ideas, these great ideas. I mean, Pat was there for everything. Um, if you want to read Dave's bio on the front page, that's totally free. You can go up there. It's a gigantic bio. It's probably a drop in the bucket what Dave could actually write about Pat Patterson. But big-time wrestling. He worked in the Pacific Northwest, San Francisco, Championship Wrestling from Florida, the AWA, New Japan, WWE. And then, of course, besides just the in-ring, it was everything behind the scenes as well with Pat Patterson. So as far as a guy that did, like, everything that you could do, I mean, he refereed, he was an agent, he was a Hall of Fame wrestler. 
I mean, he was probably one half of the greatest tag team of the 70s. I mean, as far as a guy who did everything and was like, I mean, we always used to say it about Shawn Michaels. Like, this guy did everything, and he was great at everything. You could put the guy in the ring as a referee. You could put the guy in the ring as a wrestler. You could have the guy train wrestlers. I mean, you could have him do goofy commentary. I mean, he was great at everything. Pat Patterson, he was great at everything for a lot longer than Shawn Michaels was. So, an all-timer, an absolute all-timer. And Mike, any thoughts on the life of Pat Patterson? Yeah, he was almost great right away. You know, he started wrestling, I think, when he was like 17 or 18. You know, starts wrestling in Montreal in the late 50s, comes to Boston in 1962, hits Tony Santos up, uh, the Boston promoter, when he had went to Montreal. Uh, he knew no English, no English at all. Basically, you know, me, you book me. <laughs> and Santos gave him his cards, and, all right, here you go. And, and he ends up making the connection. He goes to Boston, knows no English whatsoever, goes to a restaurant every day, orders hamburger steak because that's what he knew. He knew hamburger steak. So he would order that every day, and he slowly learned English. And probably the actually the coolest thing that happened to, to him there was he met Louis Dondero, who he was with for decades, his, his very close friend. That, and still, that's one of the biggest things with his, with Patterson's book. That's the best part about Patterson's book because, you know, there were a lot of, he talks about it, there were gay wrestlers that he met, you know, right away in Boston that took him out, and that's where he met Louie, and that's the best part of that book is him talking about his relationship with Louie Dondera. It's been joked about uh, in the wrestling business for a long time. You know, he's been needled about it, poked at it. You heard all the jokes that were made on WWF TV. But that's really the best part about that book is his relationship with him. But he leaves Boston. He goes to Washington and Oregon, and he immediately is a star there. And by the time, a couple of years later, he goes to San Francisco, he's already a major star. And he goes and works for one of the greatest minds. Uh, for as, as rough of a personality as Roy Shire was, he was a brilliant booker. He was a great finish guy. You know, he's part of that tree with Eddie Graham and Bill Watts and all those guys. I mean, just incredible. And he's not only working for one of the great minds in the wrestling business, he teams with Ray Stevens one of the greatest workers of all time to to become one of the greatest tag teams of all time. So the education that he got at such a young age, and he was such a good worker when he came to San Francisco. And I know Dave is going to talk about that a lot. I obviously being a lot younger, pick him up more in his WWF days. That Sergeant Slaughter boot camp match, which is up on the network from May of 1981, is incredible. Another thing that Pat Patterson did that, you know, people talk about him being the first intercontinental champion. He beats Ted DiBiase for the North American title. DiBiase had already lost it in Mid-South, but they're going to establish this intercontinental title. The great fictitious tournament in Rio de Janeiro, the shirt that Patterson would proudly wear when he was a stooge, first ever IC champion, Rio de Janeiro on the back. But if you have the Wrestling in the Garden book, I actually had to go to this thing to see if I was remembering correctly that Pat Patterson, there was a formula at Madison Square Garden. You had three matches. That was the Bruno deal. You know, you end up with a, a disqualification in the first one, a double count out in the second one. Then you have the big blow off match. Usually it's going to be some sort of stipulation match. Pat Patterson in 1979 and Bob Backlund went four. And I know it may not sound like a big deal now to anybody listening, but that was a big deal then. 
All four crowds, I believe, were over 18,000. Uh, the, the big blow-off did the biggest number at the end, and that was a big deal. And the work that he did there right up until 1983, where they actually did a deal with Ivan Koloff. 83 is kind of a very interesting year to watch with WWF, but Patterson's only like 39 years old or 40 years old at that time. It's amazing, and obviously he did all the stuff past it. What he did with the Royal Rumble and all that stuff is legendary, and I'm sure we're going to get into it more after the break, but just a RIP uh, and Godspeed, Pat Patterson, a true professional wrestling legend. Versus Rip Pat Patterson, the legend, first ever Intercontinental Champion, first openly gay wrestler, creator of the Royal Rumble. Wrestling would look dramatically different today if it was not for Pat. Huge loss. More after the break, Wrestling Observer Live. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits, no one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. 
Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 0402. 877 360 0402. In the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Spurs says, I lived in the second decade of Roy Shire's wrestling at the Cow Palace. Today, we lost its greatest star. Today, we lost my hero. And with that, in the words of Hank Renner, once again and forever, your United States heavyweight champion, Pat Patterson. Yours in wrestling, Dante. If you want to uh, send us a text message today, you are welcome to do so. 425-780-7566 is the number. That is 425-780-7566. This person says, taking Pat Patterson off the Royal Rumble booking panel was a huge mistake. I mean, listen, I would not for one second, when, when this thing started going off the rails and the fall of 2018 and nothing made sense and they think that becky's supposed to be a heel because she turns on charlotte after charlotte is just a horrible person to her that was the beginning of the end by the way i mean if they would have decided you know what vince is going to take a break and pat patterson is going to be in charge like i realized that patterson was even older than vince and sometimes when you're old you only see things one way but, man, I would have not hesitated for one second to put that guy in charge of booking and get Vince out of there because that guy at least had a logical, professional wrestling booking mind. More so, like, Vince got very lucky, but, dude, I'm watching the invasion in 2001 right now. What in the hell's going on? It's a disaster. That was 20 years ago. And I still heard good things about Pat Patterson up until this very day. So... It's not happening, but man. Well, Pat Patterson had a lot of other ideas to fall back on. You know, he went and worked for Eddie Graham. We talked about working with uh, Roy Shire for all of those years. You know, he was around great minds, and, you know, something would tell me that he would fall back more on logical pro wrestling things and have them lay them out and have them make sense because they're tried and true as opposed to, again, Vincent is – his angry snow globe that he shakes up where he just continues to spin ideas around and recycles ones that have never worked before and, and will never work again. But, man, they'll, they'll definitely work this time. Sure they will, Vince. I'll get into this other thing that people have been texting me about later. First off, Rip Pat Patterson, a true legend and one of the greatest of all time. And then the follow-up question here is about the – Show tonight, winter is coming, where, in fact, it is very cold tonight. Apparently, it is going to be in the low 40s in Jacksonville tonight. He's wondering how that's going to affect the wrestlers. Well, I mean, I can't answer the question because, first off, I've never worked outside in 40-degree weather. Probably sucks. But, I mean, the reality is, like, 
once it get warmed up, it's going to suck a lot less. But you got to get warmed up before going out there. And I don't know what they're going to do in terms of what's going to be surrounding the ring. Are they going to get some heat lamps up there? I mean, how cold has it been for previous tapings? They're in the same building they've been in, like, the entire year. I mean, have we had a 40-degree day? Have we had a 50-degree day? Is this the first time we've been in the 40s? I, I don't have any answers to these questions. So I can try to find out something, but uh, that's all. Here's what I want you to find out from me, because I know NFL teams have, you know, those bubbles that, you know, are essentially like inflatable bubble domes. Well, find out if they have one of those for the Jacksonville Jaguars and if the you know they can actually start utilizing that because that may be the way to go is to get out of the daily amphitheater and go into a flat surface a field or something like that it may not be aesthetically pleasing but when you're in the 40s or you know maybe hell heaven forbid you drop down into the 30s one night and there's a, a frost uh, that's gonna suck on TV this person here says, no matter how old Patterson was, his mind for the wrestling business was as sharp as ever. A perfect example is Seth Rollins' cash-in during the Brock and Roman main event of WrestleMania five years ago. Brilliant finish apparently laid out by Pat. He will be sorely missed. That was great. Well, was really I mean, good. we've talked about this a million times, and you can disagree all you want, and I'm sure some people will, the usual suspects. But the reality is, wrestling, booking, it's not that complicated. And there was a there was a period, and in fact, it was right around when when it was right around the fall of 2018 when everything went off the rails. Every day on this show, I read an old parable. It was written 2,000 years ago, and it was all just the most basic logical storytelling. I read them every day. Some people appreciated them. Some people thought it was stupid and they didn't get it. Well, I can't help you if you're stupid and you don't get it. Okay. Baby faces, heels, sons, daughters, logical storytelling, anger, redemption. I mean, this stuff is timeless. And if you have a clue and you could put together some stories and you don't book where like the story, the television isn't even done being written for that week until five o'clock. I mean, every time I tweet out something like that, I, I people go, well, it doesn't matter. At least they got it on the air. What are you so mad about? It's like, dude. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. The fact that you're not getting the show written until the very... It doesn't matter if it's an okay show at the end of the day. You've got no long-term storytelling. You've got no plan. You're just throwing stuff at the wall. Maybe some people like it, but you're not telling stories. And it's infuriating to me whenever I hear... Well, we're telling stories. We're telling stories. No, you're not telling stories. What you're doing is just like a bunch of stuff is happening. In order to tell stories, there must be forward thinking. There must be, like, a plan. There must be, like, reasons that things happen that play into what's going to happen at the end of the story. I mean, hello? So but Brian, what fans you don't need, like long-term storytelling. What you need is long-term stories that make sense with timeless themes. You want some timeless themes? Well, go read some of those parables that i wrote about go go read a story from 2000 years ago from 1500 years ago from 500 years ago from 200 years ago i mean they're the classics for a reason like you could tell those stories and they'll make sense in 5000 years if we're still here on this planet and some guy comes along and he's got some new way of telling stories and they don't make sense and there's no justification for anything the characters do and the good guys do bad things and the bad guys do good things i mean if you're competent, yes, you can write an anti-hero. 
If you're competent, you can have a good person who does bad things. But there's a reason for it. This is not competence when you look at WWE storytelling. They're not telling stories. They're doing a bunch of crap. They throw it at the wall. Some of it gets over. Some of it doesn't. But in general, it's bad storytelling. Seth Rollins, on behalf of them, hasn't he said on more than one occasion, he's not the only one, fans don't have the patience for long-term Yeah, they do. Get out of here, Seth. You don't believe that. You can't convince well, I mean, me you believe that. Well, it's rich coming from a company that doesn't give you long-term storytelling. In fact, they go in the complete opposite direction and then are, like, amazed or offended that, like, you actually have some, like, linear thought to what has taken place before. Like this Lana character and how these characters devolve and how they just said the, you know, press of a button switch. It just, hey, it, it shows itself. The numbers have atrophied to the point where they are, and it just, it is what it is. This person here says that uh, Seth, I think they said he's an idiot or something like that. Listen, Seth is not an idiot, okay? What Seth is, it's two things. Seth is a guy who believes, especially when he was like the main push guy when Roman Reigns was out, he believed that he was the guy responsible for defending the company. And unfortunately, when you have a guy who feels he's responsible for defending the company and... He can't help himself but say stuff about it. That's the uh, that's the most important part, actually. You end up with a smart guy saying really stupid things. That's it. Like, that's, that's the end of the story. He's not a dumb guy. No. But he says so. dumb things because he's, for whatever reason, decided that I've got to defend this company and I can't help myself but, but talk about it and tweet about it. And, and you come off like an idiot. Just stop. He's still a first-round draft pick, and he's still going to be missing the time that he's out, as bad as, as the character has been at times and the stories have been at times. You know, I'm very happy for him, but, you know, the show does miss Seth Rollins, and that's when he gets back in full full form again. Hopefully they get away from the angle that he has been working in this whole Messiah thing, or at least, you know, give him something to latch on to here that's a little bit better than what they've done because it still has never felt – this is as good as it's felt, and he's on the way out now with it, and it just – the whole thing with Murphy and everything else. I'd like to see Seth Rollins get back to what he was character-wise, whatever it is, good or bad, you know, before this. Sam from Quebec here says, I just learned about the passing of Patterson. As someone who is not straight and a wrestling fan and a wrestler, this saddens me a lot. I wrestled for 13 years, and knowing that he was gay was the best thing for me. This person says, I... Truly believe Pat Patterson could have booked a better show than Vince. Yeah. Well, yeah. Guaranteed. I mean, without question. (laughs) Without question. And the thing was, is what he provided to Vince, too. It's not just about, it's just how he interacted with wrestlers and just all of that sort of stuff. Because, look, Vince deserves some credit for when things are humming good. I mean, it's not like he's done all awful work his entire life. But, you know, part of that package, part of that brain trust that he had when it was working at its best, they put on some incredible TV. This person here is comparing Roman Reigns and, and Seth Rollins. And I don't know how to say this without getting people mad. But, I mean, what I can tell you is, as a pure company guy, Roman Reigns is more of a pure company guy than Seth Rollins. Okay? Now, you don't have to believe that if you don't want to, but I'm telling you. But of the two, the guy that comes off as the pure company shill is Seth. 
because one of these guys opens his mouth and says a bunch of stupid stuff, and the other guy just, he quietly lives his life. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 that's 800-403-5912. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 that's 800-754-4531 attention timeshare owners this is an urgent consumer alert from the timeshare exit hotline a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts we're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose. So call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. This person wants to know if AEW would still do a show if it snowed during a live broadcast. Dude, they did a show, there was sideways rain. So, there would be nothing cooler 
at least visually, Literally. then winter is coming with snow falling. Yeah. But I don't no. think it's going to snow tonight. It's slipping around. No, no, no. Bad. This person here says, <laughs> the Brian and Vinny show last night, you were totally Baron Corbin and Granny was totally the Mysterio family. Yeah, that's most of those segments, actually. Pushing all my buttons, interfering. Dude. Okay, listen. If I get one Much more like text Baron about Corbin, this. Nobody feels bad for you either. If I get one more text about this, what? WCW allegedly coming back. Oh, come on. Everybody. Stop. Please. I mean, where's the thing that I got? You already ready to write the reboot? Let's see. Death okay. of WCW rebooted. All right, so this is the letter that these people... I'm not going to read the whole letter because, like... <laughs> but it's part of the letter. It says here... Let's just let's just think for two seconds, everybody. We want to ensure fans of the upcoming WCW reboot that we do, in fact, have rights to the original property. However, World Wrestling Entertainment told us that we can have only 50% of the original WCW meaning that we can have the rights to some of the logos, pay-per-views, <laughs> merchandise, and character names. <laughs> well, they got Booker T, so, so you get Stevie Ray. How is how do they how do they determine this? Do you get only the the what, what WCW properties do you think WWE would let them have? Sold out like what's the worst of WCW that, that maybe they can give them? Give them the fat chick thriller, Mike Awesome's gimmick. I mean, what what would what would be for the new rebooted, half ass, fifty uh, percent WCW? You're, you're bearing the lead here. I mean, what? How? Hello, people. Come on. What? It would I mean, what seriously? happened to critical thinking? Oh come on. How many that times have I told time you guys ago. don't believe anything you read on the internet? And you know what? what? I'll say it again, dude. Don't blindly believe anything on the Observer site either. Go check it out for yourself. That now, I'll say with the Observer site, like, if we write a story, Pat Patterson passes away. I mean, yeah, you can go look at it or whatever. But, I mean, it's a wrestling website. It's a bunch of wrestling stories, okay? What about stuff that actually affects, like, your health, your well-being, your 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 whatever, your finances? I mean, dude, do a little bit of research. Don't do it on Facebook. Read the whole article. Something. Come on. Help me here, everybody. Help me. Help all of you. Read. Read. Books. Newspapers. Things that actually matter, okay? It's Patterson's passing. It's crazy to think all the legends from the Attitude Era vignette that allegedly made Vince cry are now gone. It's sad that WWE could never do a vignette like this again nowadays because they would do it in reverse and have their main roster stars put over the legends. Main roster stars put over the legends. Yeah. Not sure what he's talking about. Uh -huh. But, I mean, it is. I was just thinking about this the other day. So, this is how messed up everything is. So, WWE, remember when they had that thing where we're going to do these specials on Peacock? Mm -hmm. We're going to look at all these big stars and you look at it every freaking star is from 20 years ago it's like we got we got an opportunity to put these specials up on peacock on wwe superstars 
And there ain't one special about anybody that's been a star in the last decade. It's all people from the Attitude Era. Okay. So then it comes out, well, we're going to do a bunch of special WWE 24 documentaries. And it's Keith Lee, Liv Morgan. And it's like, dude, they've been here. Keith Lee's been here for three months on the main roster. And Liv Morgan's been here for a few years, and they've done zilch with her. So what a situation you're in where, well, if you want to do a documentary where we actually talk about people accomplishing things, you can only do it for people that were here 20 years ago. And then if you try to do a documentary about somebody from today, it's like nobody's done anything. I guess you could do maybe a Roman Reigns or a Seth Rollins or something like that, but pickings are slim. It's just a sad state of affairs. Depresses me. Hmm. This person here says, What are the general opinion of things like botchamania? It seems like lighthearted fun, but I can imagine some people absolutely hate it. How do you feel about it? I feel like I'm in the intro, right? Talking minus five stars? Yes. Dude, if I did some goofy botch in a match and it got put on botchamania, who cares? Enough of your show botches have made it up there. Have they? Sometimes in Simpsons form, yes. Well, I mean, if... if will remind you of any songs from your past. That's whatever. Doesn't bother me. I like Matthew. My first Rumble I attended was in Philadelphia 2018. The night prior to the event, about a dozen of us fans were out at the bar with Pat Fit Finley and some other WWE officials. Pat was so nice and so kind. He talked and told stories way into the early morning hours. I don't believe he ever... Met a stranger. Rest in power. Got a lot of those here today. Did you ever hear Pat sing My Way? Dude, Pat was fantastic at that song. He closed out every karaoke session. And the word I heard today was the reason he closed it out wasn't because it was just Pat Patterson. And out of respect, we finished with Pat Patterson. But nobody could follow Pat. So he was the main event every time. It's awesome. This person here says, with Tony Khan mentioning a possible overrun on Dynamite tonight, do you see Moxie versus Omega going to a draw? And if so, how would you feel about it? I would feel totally fine with a draw. I know some people have said I would feel ripped off, but it's like, so you're getting one hour with Moxley and Omega, and it goes to the 60-minute time limit on a show that's absolutely free, and you're going to feel ripped off? Well, you can't please everybody. I would be fine with it. Is the wrestling good? If the wrestling's good, then it's good. Shut up. And they're going to give you more. <laughs> you know, just I, this idea that a draw, uh, you know, steals something from you, especially on a free show, especially with the fact that you, with how they've booked their world title and how they've booked most of what they've done, they've had, even though you've, you may not love it or not, but they have end goals in mind. They have things set up. And I just, I don't know. I, I The people that have complained about what if there's a draw or feeling ripped off, like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, you know, maybe you're just not wrestling fans. I don't know. Well, I'll say this, because I know I'm, I'm sure I'll hear it from the usual jabronis. Bah, what about that time that there was a draw in an Iron Man match and you were so mad? Well, if I may, let's think critically here for a moment. A.W. has done a draw, maybe two, 
And every time they've done a draw, what happened? Well, it was a draw, and so we moved on with the show. WWE has been doing Iron Man matches forever. And what has happened when a WWE Iron Man match has gone to a draw? Well, there's always sudden death. So if you promote an Iron Man match on television, and you start at the top of the hour like an incompetent, and you go 60 minutes and, like, it's a draw right when the show has to go off the air. And, and by the way, how many times have we seen an overrun on NXT? Countless. Mm-hmm. So you promised me something that in the past I've always got a winner. And you screwed me. If AEW does a draw, and it ends, and it's a draw, and they end, well, historically, that's what they always do. I'm getting what has always been advertised for an AW draw. No one won, and we move on. It was totally different in NXT. I have always gotten a finish for an Iron Man match. They have always had an overrun if the match goes long. This one time the match ends at the top of the hour, and we don't have a winner, and we don't have an overrun, and we just don't get what was advertised? Yeah, totally different situation. Why do I have to explain this to people? Because they have peanut brains. Bunch of stegosauri. Mm-hmm. Let's hear this show. And look, it's not like you can't with matches have some sort of angle. I mean, to me, this was like the thing with a different situation, but with the briefcase and New Japan, you do it once. Okay, now you did it once. Fine. Because you've established this match for a long time. With an Iron Man match, like, at least come up with some reasons that all of a sudden you'll be going off the air or we'll end in the draw or we don't have the time. It wasn't any of that sort of stuff. There was no explanation for it. There was no nothing. And I just, again, it's a different, to me, that's apples and oranges with a 60-minute draw. There are half-hour draws that don't work because the wrestling isn't good. You know, it it all depends on how great the match is, and I have faith in those guys to go 60 minutes and be able to be great throughout the whole thing and also to turn it on at the end, and if they happen to go to the draw, that's fine. And if they have – look, the only thing that doesn't make sense to me right now is Omega winning. I think it just is not – I know some people think it, it's it's essential it needs to happen right now, but I think it's more essential that Moxley needs to hold on to it and, and keep chugging along here with this run. And there's ways that you can beat Omega where he's not going to lose anything. He's not going to drop back down to the, you know, oh, my God, what's happening with Kenny Omega? I mean, there are people that are way too worried that Kenny Omega is destroying his image or destroying his career because he doesn't have the AEW title or because he's been teamed with Paige. I mean, some of the the the, the complaining over how Omega has placed himself in that company is bizarre to me. Frazier says, what do you mean Pat was the main event? So he should have done karaoke first, like Saturday night's main event? Depends on the show, buddy. He's Saturday night's school, main dude. event, and actually, if you watch Saturday night's main event, my friend, and if you follow us on the Brian Vinny show on Sundays, this pattern changes. Like, in the early Saturday night's main events, Hogan did, in fact, go on first. Now we're at the period where the main event's usually in the middle of the show, and then they've got some Bolshevik match in the main event that goes one minute and sucks. But things have changed. What did Boris Zukov do to you? Have yeah. terrible matches I had to watch? That's a big ass I mean, head, though, didn't he? A gigantic head. Reminds me of your head. My head? Actually, it reminds Mine are me. Mine filthies. Of, reminds me of uh, my buddy Sonny's head. 
Like for you guys that watch the videos that we do during the commercial breaks on Twitch, I mean, when Sonny and I, who is not Craig, by the way, you dummies, when Sonny and I go to the Green Hill School for Wayward Youth and Vinny's about to run across the train tracks in the straitjacket, there's a shot of Sonny and I, and his head is like the size of a Corythosaurus. All right. Basketball head. Pachycephalosaurus. It's gigantic. That's actually a better dinosaur. That big dome head dinosaur. Pachycephalosaurus. That's what his head looks like. And I'm standing next to him. It's like, I look like I got a tiny head. But I don't because I have a huge brain. You're 5'6 and 130. That might have something to do with it. Oh, get out of here. It's 139 today. (laughs) Person says, I love how Tony Khan, immediately seeing how over John Silver was getting, decided to give him more screen time, which results in him getting even more over. I'm not even going to point out how it would be if he were in another company and was told, you're too short, pal. Stop getting over. Can you imagine the gimmicks? We'll pay for that. That he would have given poor John Silver. Shorty Silver. You know he'd be long John Silver, and you know what the gimmick would be. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 you are listening to wrestling observer live with brian alvarez and mike sempervivi on the sports byline broadcasting network back in the show brian alvarez here wrestling observer live mike sempervivi also wrestlingobserver.com. this person says one of my most favorite moments with pat patterson was him and gerald briscoe went to take on the mean street posse and they tried to tell the posse that they're in suits and they can't wrestle but the posse members shoved them, and then Pat and Gerald whipped their asses. Such a great moment. God bless his family during this difficult time. Them Dude, all I know is American. <laughs> when you think about the career of Pat Patterson, it almost feels like I can't believe we're talking about when he was one of the Stooges. But it was so good. Like, if you look back at the Attitude Era, I mean – there was some awful wrestling. There were some terrible characters. There was a lot of people that died due to horrible circumstances. But the one thing about the Attitude Era was the comedy was next level. The stuff with Vince and Patterson and Briscoe and Vince and Austin and Vince and Austin and Angle. And it's just the greatest. And it reminded me, as I mentioned on the show last night, about that deal where, like, The Rock was super over, and they kept beating him, but he was still over. And so, like, for the next 20 years, they've just been beating all the baby faces. And, of course, there's never been another Rock. And so it hurts everybody else, but they haven't learned that lesson. It's the same thing with the comedy. All of this comedy got over so big because of the people doing the comedy. The Angles and the Vinces and the Austins and the Pattersons and the Briscoes. They were so good at it. And for 20 years, they've been writing stupid comedy. And some people can get it. Some people can make it work. But a lot of them can't. And unfortunately, we're suffering through it to this day. Check that book out that Mike's got right there, everybody. Go read it. We're out of time. I want to thank Mike as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio. Later tonight, I'm just going to hit that button and let Dave go. So be ready. And we'll talk to you all again tomorrow. Wrestling Observer Live.